Hey, look what we have found A big sound in a small town Far away from the bright lights They're making music every night Discover what is all around A big sound Earlscrugs Music Festival, September 1st through 3rd, 2023, at the Trine International Equestrian Center. Enjoy workshops and learning about Earl Scruggs, jam sessions, and of course, headliners Emmy Lou Harris, Infamous String Dusters, and Green Sky Bluegrass. <laughs> a mile down that river road just across the bridge where the preacher don't go there's a field of corn standing six feet tall put it in a jar for the first snowfall that river bridge cuts the town in two between the common day centers and the chosen few when the moonlight's pale on the first cold night i make my way over to the other side don't let them catch you all in shine Trey Hensley here. Sandy Carlton here from Big Sound Small Town. <laughs> we're at the Earl Scruggs Center, and um, we're going to talk. That's pretty much what it is. Um, 
there again, I started this conversation before I turned this on. So how do you hearken 1940 to 2023 in your music? I mean, you hear it all. It's funny. Some I've heard people say that you like you you end up liking music from when you were you know in high school or sure. a teenager, and I could definitely say that doesn't <laughs> fit for me. Uh, you know, when you play bluegrass, you end up you know you get really into music that was done uh, you know a certain amount of time ago. Sure. You know, and um, there was some energy happening. I think when people you know, like the mid-20th century, that was when f people first got out of the fields and could make a living playing yeah. music, yeah. you know. Like Flat and Scruggs, I mean, I know, because I work with Earl, I mean, they would work for 50 weeks a year yeah, and would. take two weeks off for Christmas. So when you do that, you get, you know, th that, that band was so amazingly tight, you know, they were breathing together. I mean, they were just, that's how in sync they were. You know, they did everything together. And uh, so, but you know, so I listen to music from from all all from the first records <laughs> made. Yeah. You know, I've been getting into this Hawaiian music, and there's some great recordings that are you know these Edison recordings, you yeah. know, really early 1900s. And uh, to you know, but but Trey and I both kind of keep up on stuff that's brand new. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff to listen to. But uh, but I, I appreciate the compliment of saying you know that. You can tell we've listened to that stuff. You can. I mean, yeah. through the sound check just now, we 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 pass some ears, you know, <laughs> yeah. just that sound check, which is which is not your normal thing. I mean, you you guys are eclectic, really. I mean, you look at the acts coming out of Nashville, and there's, people aren't doing what you guys are doing. Yeah, um, I mean, I think you know, it's it's totally different. I think we're music nerds. That's <laughs> Overall, yeah, that's you know, it's like we're, be, we're just, you know, I feel like some of our favorite musicians were like that. You know, if you think of Earl, sure. you know, who were here at the Earl Scruggs yeah, Center, and, yeah. you know, into Benny Goodman and all this stuff yeah. that he brought into the banjo, or Tony Rice, you sure. know, that was into Miles Davis yeah. and, and John Coltrane, and also into, you know, J.D. Crow and his oh. band. You know, it's just... Uh, I feel like some of our favorite musicians were always searchers, and and I think that both of us kind of got that, you know. It's it, and a lot of my favorite music. I mean, uh, the first records I ever bought with my own money were uh, Flat Scruggs yeah. live at Carnegie Hall, and yeah. and the Mercury record uh, from Flat Scruggs, and you know it. Um, so it, it's always been music from a different era that I listen to. But yeah, I think something that we do is uh, is you know kind of. Like you say, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Also, you know, it, we try to try to push the boundaries and do our own thing sure and, right. and make it new. You know, but uh, yeah. And I do one of the things I do like. I I love your original stuff that you guys do, but you also pick pick really good uh, covers to do, <laughs> which which I, I feel bad about saying this, but a lot of people do not pick good covers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shaver to um, Grateful Dead, yeah, which is which is you know that's a stretch too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's kind of how we when we first started playing together. Like I sent Trey a list of hey, here's a bunch of things I think we'd sound good doing together, and he sent me a list, you know, and we still do that today, yeah, you right. know. So yeah, it's just uh, I think that's what you know a good group or 
combination of people does is they they connect on certain interests or, or musical sure. passions, you know. Well, one of the things I really liked at Soundcheck today <laughs> is you guys uh, uh, worked out an ending, a different ending to something you guys were doing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, which I thought that was really cool because not only did you work it out, then he played the harmony part to it. Yeah, you know, which which is you just, I mean, that's pretty magic to see that. But but you know, that's something that um, yeah, it's really cool to see. Well, the the song you're talking about is is one that we geeked out on a bunch because it's a it's a Haggard song yeah, called the Someday We'll Look Back, and uh, and there's a it's a cool ending on the record. Uh, which is Roy Nichols. He kind of comes in a little late, and he plays this really cool kind of Charlie Parker thing, which is just really off the wall for that yeah, record. It but it, it sounds so cool, and so we've we've geeked out about that ending. Yeah, yeah that that's one. a perfect example. Of <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was that was really cool. I, for my listeners, I really hate that you did not get to hear that, or see that <laughs> because it also it it happened just uh, naturally almost. I mean. You know, it was like, hey, let's do do this, and then, you know, bang, bang, it was done. <laughs> There's a lot, you know, the more I play, the, the more I realize, you know, musicians have these kind of spider senses, you know. What I mean is, you know, we hear better than most people. True. We hear these true. little, you know, and we can have whole conversations about, oh, I love when, yeah, when Roy Nichols gets that finger noise, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. and he misses that lick, but it makes it better, you know. Yeah. And you look at some people and tell them that, and they look at you like you're crazy. You know, <laughs> they don't know what you're talking about. But you know, musicians live in this micro sonic world. Right, you right. know, and it's fun to yeah, fun when you find other people that geek out on the same things. Well, the that's really always cool fun. Part of it is probably if I was just a normal uh, interviewer instead of a musician myself, he would have probably missed that. You know, mm-hmm. which yeah. is something that that people who listen. I have a lot of musicians listen to my podcast. Uh, which is so I can ask you guys stuff that probably no one else. Will, you know, like, Go deep catalog. Like, well, yeah. What What are you playing today? What instrument are you playing? Yeah, um, I'm playing a Burl Resonator guitar, B Y R L, and the builder is Burl Murdoch, BurlGuitars.com, and um, he is a, a sort of a newer builder in the resonator guitar world, and I kind of stumbled on him a few years ago. One of my students, I was teaching at a camp, and one of my students had one, and I could just tell it was killer, you know. So after the second day, I said, hey, can I try your guitar? She said, absolutely. And it was one of the best dobros I'd ever played, you know. So uh, she introduced me to him, and we met at the IBMA convention a few weeks later. And uh, he gave me a guitar then, and then gave me another one, and we started talking about a signature model. So the guitar I'm playing tonight is uh, the first one. It was ah. a prototype of my signature model with him, and uh, is love that it. your go-to now? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty monogamous as far as guitars. Like I'll play one for years, you know. Um, and that's that's the way I've played this one since I got it. It's become my main guitar. And then in this ca- his case, that's not the case at all. He's a cheater. <laughs> yeah. che- he cheats. Cheater. He's a yeah, cheater. Uh, cheater. <laughs> I have played this one, and I played it not a bunch, but uh, it's a just it's a Martin uh, D forty one standard. I got it, um, I guess about a year ago, and um, I mean I played it probably a good. 85 to 90 percent of the shows that's that we've cool. done since I got it, you know, and uh, I think people just see your Instagram stuff or yeah. Facebook. It's like, what's he playing now? What's <laughs> yeah. he playing now? It's, a, it's all green screen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, that's, that's, um, all right. Now, when you put this, this, this 
new record. Let's talk about it. It sounds totally different than the other ones. Not totally different, but I mean, it, it is it is different. And yes, yeah. you're singing a lot now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, two things with this album is, is, you know, we really wanted to write everything. You and know? the songs are good. Thank you. I mean, Thank you very really much. Are. I mean, we've both written before, but not this much. You know, like, you know, we've done a lot of covers on our earlier albums, and we had been talking about wanting to write more of the next album, and then COVID happened, you know, and our touring disappeared. Right, so it's like, okay, let's focus on our songwriting. <laughs> so we got together with a lot of different writers, and just the two of us, we wrote with our producer a bunch, probably wrote like 30 to 40 songs, and then picked 10 that we thought went well together. And then we wanted to put a couple covers on there. So we did um, Doc Watson, Way Downtown, and then the other one is an old blues song that Bill Rowe kind of made famous in bluegrass um, called Working on a yeah, Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that an A.P. Carter song? Yeah, I think so, A.P. Carter yeah, originally. Yeah, I think it is, so that's cool. Yeah. Because you had some some tie to the Carters a bit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that music, it, I think, you know, in our music, obviously it goes back to sure. the Carters and Jimmy Rogers and, and you know, so that, Definitely have to have that tie in. I don't know. I mean, they were going back to the yeah, thirties, yeah, twenties and thirties, yeah, which is which is really really good. Uh, somewhere along the way too, there must be a common interest in the Grateful Dead because there's uh, you've had those on several albums. Well, too. I mean, yeah, I mean that's a good example. You know, Trey has listened to so much different music, and honestly, I I wasn't really up on my Grateful Dead stuff. I mean, I knew. Oh, I figured it was the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. California guy. Well, that's what I meant, you know, like, uh, talking about stuff we're into, you yeah, know, right. and, um, you know, obviously, Trey, they were not uh, top of the charts when Trey was a yeah, teenager, yeah. And, uh, but Trey's an expert on them, ah. and uh, so he's kind of turned me on to them, and, um, and yeah, I think on our last album, there's one called Brown Eyed Women, and um, we were just driving around listening, you know, and... Um, just, I love those lyrics, you know, just yeah, kind of fit, uh, yeah. a blue, not that our version is real bluegrassy, but uh, it kind of fit fit what we do, and uh, tells a great story, it's just some great images in that songwriting. Um, you guys don't, do, do you consider yourself, what do you consider yourself? Not bluegrass guys, right? Well, we have a strong background in yeah. bluegrass. Yeah, I, mean, I know you, know. you do. I, 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 real, I realize that. Yeah, yeah, no, but but I mean, I've done you know several jazz kind of records, and again, like like Trey said earlier, you know, you when you again we're musicians, so we we dig dig, dig deep, and so you don't just listen to a Tony record, sure. Tony Rice yeah, record. Right. You read all these interviews, and you find out who, and then oh, and Tony Rice. You know, when I was a kid, I would read these interviews with Tony, and he always talked about Miles Davis and John yeah. Coltrane. I'm like, oh, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> and so then I did start digging in, and I'm like, hey, this is cool, you know. Um, and so, I mean, I feel like there was a time when I was just so into Miles Davis. You know, I was really uh, an expert on his music. There's nothing wrong with Miles Davis, man. I love his stuff. Oh, man, one of the greatest ever. And... Um, so yeah, so we're so we're all in, we're we're both into lots of different musical styles, you know. You can tell it in your in your repertoire, from your from your recordings to your live shows. It's a big world, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's I, infinite. I so. have to tell you guys, I wrote an article last year uh, about the Earl Scruggs Festival, and I you know I told Rob this earlier, so it was the ten best things I saw, and the very first one was. 
you guys kicking the show off. All right. Well, kicked it off. I think it I think it was Fast Train to Georgia. Yeah, That's yeah. what you started it with. And that could not have set the stage any better for the whole festival. Oh, Thank that's you. Cool. Yeah. That was that was, you know, it was like wow. You know, oh, that's I mean, awesome. that was, I, and I don't know how you go about it. as I I never know, even with my own bands what the set list are going to be or how you decide what to choose, but but that was like an A-plus choice for a <laughs> right. Well, you know, I mean, you know, you talk about Earl Scruggs and, and what we're talking about, you know, and playing music, and he had that thing where he, and I played with him, you know, for yeah. a long time. Um, he was always really considerate about the band. Like he would literally say, "How's your hotel room, bro? <laughs> Everything okay? Did you get you get in okay last night? Is everything?" Uh, and you can tell. Okay, this is what I mean about musicians picking up on stuff. I could just tell that he and Lester treated their band pretty well because those guys stayed with him for 15, 20 years. Yeah. And you don't do that unless you're being treated pretty well, you true. know. This is true. And um, there are other people in the business who I noticed did not could not hold a band together, you know. A lot, a lot of them. Yeah, right. yeah. And um, and so my ex boss. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when you're a kid, you just listen to it, you go, oh, that's cool, and then you gravitate towards these certain musicians. And then, you know, you start to meet, you know, I've been lucky to work with a lot of my heroes, and then I start kind of putting it together. It's like, oh, that's why, that's why those guys stayed, you know. That's why that music was so tight, sure. because they, they were on the same team, you know. They weren't, I mean, they were, they were working for Flat Scruggs, but they don't sound like it. They sound like it was all a team, you Yeah, know? it did, and I think back in those days, there was also a, a different travel mode, per se, than, than the way it is today. I mean, they were all... Piled in sometimes us us, you know, like a station. Oh yeah. yeah, which makes a a little different dynamic than than a tour bus. Well, yeah. not just that, but those roads. There was no oh, interstates yeah. back <laughs> then. Yeah. So you know, can you imagine driving five hundred miles on Highway Twenty Three? Yeah, <laughs> you, know? you know, yeah. I mean, that would be that would be just really tough. So Nashville also seems a strange place for you guys to be based out of. Um, you know, but but there again, I don't see why why it would not work. You know. Yeah, I mean Nashville's very eclectic. It is. Um, you know. Um, yeah, I mean I grew up in California, but I always wanted to live in Nashville. You know, so I moved there as soon as I could. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, that's the thing is it's uh, you know there's so much recording. I mean we play on other people's records yeah, and yeah. Uh, and everybody's there again. You know, like Trey and I can geek out on some. Roy Nichols lick sure. and Nashville is full of people yeah, like that yeah. and yeah. so you it's exciting to live in a place where you all are excited about music I, I you, know? It, you know it was um, yeah it's a fun time one of the best times of my life you know yeah different era of it but mm -hmm. it was still you know, nothing fun. like it yeah, yeah I mean, you want to play music that's where you need to go <laughs> yeah because everyone is good yeah and and it's you know it really is so I know you're touring to back this up, and I know y'all are really busy. Do you already have another project that you're thinking of? I think we always kind of, you know, we, all, <laughs> we the wheels are already turning, you know, before the sure. before the last record's done. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think for this one, I don't know, I don't know what the next project will be, but you know, we've we've definitely yeah, definitely got some ideas. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, yeah, but no, you know, sometimes we think about it'd be cool to do just a real straight ahead bluegrass thing, you yeah. know. Um, this this newest record is probably more Americana and yeah. country leaning, yeah. but you know we can lean different ways, and it's it's fun putting the songs together. Okay, it's like serving a meal, you know, like what 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 would go together, you right. know. And um, but I mean, I enjoyed the songwriting pra- uh, process on the on this most recent album, Living in a Song. And so, yeah, I would like to write a more write keep writing, you know, more. Yeah. Was that did that come pretty now? You play naturally together, great. But did, how about lighting? How did that did that work? Am yeah, I it like it too. Seemed like it worked well, you know, because I mean, we uh, we wrote with other people too, yeah, of you course, know. Yeah, um, but yeah, when it was just the two, I mean, we wrote you know a lot of this stuff or had ideas for a lot of this sure. stuff, you know, before we ever got with other people yeah. or or um, you know our our producers, just such a great writer, Brent Mayer, yeah, you know, yeah. he's um, just an amazing songwriter and yeah, and I agree. you know just all around great dude but I, I feel like he helped us a lot you know mm-hmm. we as Rob mentioned we've both written songs before right and uh, but it just he, he's one of those guys that even yeah he's not telling you what to do or he's not instructing you but just being around him sure. makes right. you better you know yeah, he's, he's one of those off. guys you know and, and uh, so we wrote a lot with him and um, but yeah it was always I don't think we ever fought about a <laughs> Well, it was funny because, you know, we did a lot of Zoom writing because it was during the pandemic, you know, and, um, you know, the first few times, just because we hadn't done it before, you know, I was a little nervous or whatever, and we're writing with people we hadn't even really met before, you know, some of these great Nashville songwriters, and, uh, but then it was fun, and I like co-writing because I can just have an idea or a lick or something, and I'm like, I, or a story or a thought, you know. What do you guys think about that? And then sometimes another person would get excited and, and, and then just grab onto it and well, take it. Worry. Yeah, it's like passing a baton, you know. It's like, okay, then that guy's going to take it around yeah. the band, and then, you know, maybe he'll hand it off to one of us and we'll take it to the next uh, corner. Um, and then, so it's kind of fun. It's very creative and it's rewarding just to, like, start with nothing and then have something after an hour yeah. or two, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that with co-writing, you know, it's like, well, I had, you know, like Moonshine Run, that right. was one of the songs. I had a couple, core or a couple verses for that kind of written, and I probably held on to it for a couple of years, you know. And there's a lot of stuff that that I kind of, you know, I'll I'll write something and I think, oh, this, yeah, this isn't that good, right. or or you know, and then if you're co-writing, you can just throw it out there, sure. and maybe it's just a word that needs to be changed, right. or maybe it's you know. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm bad to throw the baby out with the bathwater yeah. when it comes to songwriting, you know. So uh, yeah, it's nice to. Well, okay, working as a duo, how is that as opposed to working with a full band? I mean, I... less people to fight with. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I guess there's a lot of freedom when there's when there's two people as opposed to four to six. Well, it's it's it simplifies things, you know, and. Um, yeah, I was in this great band called Blue Highway yeah, for many years, and they're, they're still rocking. And um, But I was, I always had a side project going on. Sure. Like, you know, I had this thing called Three Ring Circle, or I did some jazz solo albums. or um, and, and I just liked the simplicity of the travel sure. and the communication, you know, just deciding things 
can be difficult with the five-piece band. I you totally know? agree. Um, so that's nice, you know. And Trey and I do a lot of touring, just the two of us. But we do we do a lot of band stuff too. You know, Mike Bubb plays sure. with us, and uh, got a great drummer named John Alvey. And so we do as much of that as we can when it makes sense. Um, and 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 that's one of the fun things about this gig is it's different. You know, every time we go out and play, it feels different, and there's some new thing or new song or whatever. And so it's just. But, but it is fun to develop this thing between the two of us. And when we get with, with the other guys in the band, they just grab on to what we already do, you know. And I think it, it's our, they just have to sort of grab on. We don't have to rehearse much, you know. And, well, and so that keeps it fun. Well, I know Mike, and he's, he's, a, he's a great musician. Oh, yeah. And an easy guy, too, which you yeah. guys seem pretty easy. So I can see where he would be a, a, a pretty nice Oh, yeah. Guy. We love working with yeah, Mike. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's um, He's now we're talking about how you're you kind of become a music historian. You know, Mike is a perfect example. That guy, yeah. he could work at the Hall of Fame. I mean, he knows yeah. so much about lots of music styles, you know, but especially bluegrass and country. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we get on the road and we just geek out on some George Jones records yeah. or yeah. whatever. That's cool. I, actually, I just saw you doing Bartender's Blues. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that's a good James, one. James Taylor's birthday. James Taylor, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so uh, I'm big on North Carolina musicians. Oh so yeah, uh, yeah. That's and right. this is a music town, which is really cool. There, there are um, this town actually is full of fabulous musicians. Oh yeah, I, I feel lucky to to live here because you get um, there are quality musicians here and, and have always been. Yeah. yeah. You know, and when I moved here, I did not realize I'd, I'd left Nashville to come back here and I thought, yeah, well, I'll be able to find anybody to play with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Well, but, it's funny, you know, like when I played with Blue Highway, it was so cool for me coming from California oh, yeah. to work with this band that was kind of based out of, you know, East Tennessee yeah. and Western North Carolina where a lot of bluegrass started, you know. And uh, but you know when Trey and I started working together, I started. I always liked fiddle and steel guitar, yeah. and I started playing more lap steel. And of course, was always a huge Haggard fan, you know. I love Haggard. And just when we started playing together, I, I'd always you know listen to Bob Wills, but I really yeah. dug into Bob Wills stuff. And it's been fun for me to sort of get into my California roots more, yeah. you know, because oh. the Bakersfield stuff sure. again, which I always just just was way into. But you know we can explore that a little more uh, than 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 a bluegrass band sure could, you, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the things I really enjoy about about what Trey and I do together. You guys also get yourself nominated for a lot of awards. <laughs> um, so which is which? I mean, I guess that's pretty satisfying. Not as satisfying as winning. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I've done both. <laughs> be honest with you. <laughs> I can't argue that at all. I, I, I can't. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that uh, we're not long off for your show, from your show. And uh, I've taken up enough of your time, but I appreciate you taking the time to do this. this Our awesome. pleasure. That's yeah, fun. Thank you, Sandy. Uh, it's great talking with you. I enjoyed having you before we did it yeah. via telephone. That's during right. COVID, I That's think right. Yeah, so, early on in COVID, I think. And so, so, and it was. It's been a very successful uh, podcast. Yeah, so, man, that's great. Your your episode has. Um, I can't remember. It's a lot of listens. Though. It's, oh, cool. It's a lot of listens and. 
you know, sometimes coming out of the small town, you wonder what how, how you get listens, but you know, I seek out managers and stuff to try to get things up on on websites so that people can see it and listen to it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I appreciate you all taking the time to do this. Hey, thank you. Thank you, man. Enjoyed it. All right.